Hey everybody, it is Pam in the paper, in the paper outpost. I am in the paper outpost today with Sonny in his little snuggle bed, and we are in the craft room. And I, is your craft room a death trap? I, I just, or your craft space, or your craft area? Um, I just had to have a little serious talk with Pam at the paper outpost because it was becoming a bit of a death trap in here. There were cords and wires and boxes and books and papers and scraps and you name it, puppy, puppy toys, puppy bed, um, special gifts for the September 2022 free gift with purchase uh, gift giveaway if you purchase a fundle, pre-made fundles ready to go, um, extra paper, the garbage, a giant trunk full of more scraps. I mean, and this is all on the floor. And and um, let me just say, it was getting a little a, a little bit much. Let's say there were a few close calls, near misses. Um, oh, I uh, I was drinking some fluid, <laughs> like electrolyte water, and I dropped the glass, and it shattered everywhere. And my first thought was, "Oh no, poor Sonny! He's got little bare feet everywhere he goes." So well, I had to extricate Sonny from the premises and go down deep and find out where all that electrolyte water went and pick up all those tiny shards of glass. And I came in and I realized that it was hard for me to navigate because I had to climb over boxes and papers. Now, thankfully, none of the paper actually got wet. So everything was far away from that. No, it was nicely close to all my electrical cords. Yeah, that was wonderful. But I was on it. I was immediately on it with mops and rags and, and whatnot on the floor, on the knees, sopping, scattering up the glass, the big pieces first, then got the little pieces then came in with a big cloth and wiped all over to get the minuscule little pieces. Then came in with the vacuum and picked everything up and vacuumed under it. Then came back a day later and um, vacuumed again just to be sure. And then I actually walk around in bare feet myself because I don't want to put my little boy through anything that I wouldn't go through myself. So I figure if I'm starting to pick up little shards in the feet, he might too. So I'm just, we're very mindful. So... I got to take a good, long, hard look at my floors, and I thought to myself, you've got too much on the floor, hun bun. Yes, that would be me. <laughs> and uh, it needs to come up and off the floor so that there is free-flowing passage. Nobody can... You know, I probably knocked over the glass because there wasn't enough room to navigate in the room, you know what I mean, where I'm getting up from the craft chair the bottom is swinging around and I bump into a table because I'm trying to navigate over a box or something like that. And it's just not a good idea. You know what I mean? It's not worth the price we pay if disaster happens. So I was just wondering, am I alone or does anybody else live in floor encroachment? Like your floor space gets smaller. Look at that big pile of books over there. I see you. You're hiding in the corner, but you're on the floor. Don't think I don't see you. I totally see you. I have plans for you. Um, yeah, I got to do something with those. I, I just need to get everything off the floor. That That's what needs to happen, which means I have to look up higher to see what is occupying my horizontal spaces higher up. And there's some stuff that really doesn't rightfully belong up there. Huh. Yeah, look at that. Nope, no right, no rightful place. No, nope, nothing. Um, we could do some reorganizing here. Things could find better homes. 
And I think it would open up the space more. It would make it feel like more of a, a bigger space to create in. And I think it's good to shake things up in your craft area, no matter how big, how small, doesn't matter. It's a good idea every once in a while to go in for the deep clean, reassess, because things collect. I know. I know. They collect. It's You're busy. You're going from one place to another, and you've got a pile of stuff in your hands, and plop, it goes down on the, most, the closest horizontal surface. And, um, you know, if we didn't have any horizontal surfaces, we would probably put more stuff away, or we would have major floor encroachment, because that's the horizontal surface of last last call <laughs> i guess that's it that's the last bastion um the floor and um okay so i'm i'm look okay so look around your space if you're in your space or think about your space if you're not in your space and think about what would make my flow better i want to easily flow into my space i want to have the things that i use all the time closest to me and then the things that are farther away, I will completely forget about and never use. Okay, that's just the way it goes. All right, it is. And so shaking up the way you have things designed, arranged, allocated can sometimes bring things back into your sphere of uh, view so that you can see them again. And you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot I had that. That's a that's a cool um, something, something, whatchamacallit, or um, there's some neat tool I haven't used in a hundred years, or there's some uh, pigments I've totally forgotten about. Um, all day, every day here, that is a thing. And I would say I made major improvements today. Okay, yes, there are major improvements. I am feeling good about it. I have probably increased my floor space by about one third. And that's pretty good. Okay, you know, who can argue with that? That is pretty good. But I think it could be better. Yeah, I really do. Um, I do need a big garbage. I produce a lot of garbage, so that has to stay. I'm, um, let's see. I have a bucket of misprints. So if I'm printing something and something doesn't print right for some reason, I'm now filing those in the misprint bucket, which is actually a box. And now I'm using those. I, I like to use or reincorporate things as opposed to just throwing them out. So... I'm turning them over and I'm using them to print the labels on. So you never know if you get a package from me, look behind the label because there might be a DigiKit picture or something there that might not be too bad to use because that's what I think I'm going to start using that paper. Um, and my made fundals, I, I'm I don't know if you could hear that, but I was cranking my neck. That was me turning my neck, looking around to see if there's a better space to keep those. And um, I see one potential. It's not the most attractive space. It's on a cabinet. It's not exactly in a decorative contain. Well, I mean, it's a wire basket, but it's cute. But I'm in, in that basket a lot, um, especially with this um, special going on right now. So maybe I need to keep that close where it is. I have another bucket which is another wire basket, which has the special gifts in it. And then some, I collect the, um, the covers of everything, uh, hard cover, soft cover. A lot of them are interesting and they have a lot of uh, junk journal potential. So what I like to do is use those to help 
strengthen up a package that I'm sending or maybe contribute an extra interesting piece to the package that I'm sending. Um, something is a little bit, maybe it's a little bit stiffer or it has a pretty pattern on it or something that goes in front of the gift and in front of the fundal or the print and mail digis just to give it a little extra stiffness to the package or a little extra prettiness to the package. It, it could go either way depending on what it came from. Um, so there's that bucket. And going along bucket to bucket to bucket the garbage then we have the the um oh i have a bucket sitting on top of all the stuff in my my steamer trunk here which has all my personal these are this is like my personal scrap pile which is way big and um but i love digging in it and right now i have impedance there is a basket full of um, packaging, like bubble wrap. Yep. Okay. Let's really look what's in here, Pam. See, if you don't even know what's in there, Pam, what purpose is it serving? All right. We're going in. We're looking, we're looking, we're going deep. I have, okay. Plastic, sh uh, sheaths like these, um, these plastic sheet envelopes that I use to put inside the, the mailers. They're in there. Okay. Let's just take this basket out. It needs to come out, 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 out. Damn spot. Oh, darn spot. Did I say that? No, darn spot. PG here, folks. PG only. Um, you know, there's a lot of words that you can say that are PG now, but I don't think they really are. So, so let's just go back to Holly Hobby times and Little House on the Prairie times when people didn't say those things. And I'm going to learn from the the error of my ways. I've been getting I've been getting to learn a lot from the error of my ways today. Yes, I've I've learned that when you have a special and you get. Um, uh, a host of orders that I'm so grateful for that come in. Sometimes in the flurry, I make a little mistake. And you guys are so gracious to let me know. And um, you're so polite. And I truly appreciate that. And I humbly apologize for any little foible that I've had out there. Um, and I try and make it right or better than right. So um, thank you for your patience and understanding. And um, I just want you to know... I am working on getting better at gall darn everything. Um, it's a project, you know what I mean? Life. And uh, right now I'm, I'm cleaning, clearing, organizing my own personal craft um, trunk. Oh, there's some really cool things here. Armor Star brand pork and beans ready for use. Who doesn't love a good pork and bean? You know what I mean? I, I love it. I mean, it really, it's like bean candy syrup right? Right? Yeah, it's like a dessert. But and it, I, I always thought it was a meal when I was growing up, like you just open up your, your can of pork and beans, and you eat them. And they were I for me, they were better cold. I liked them cold. As a kid, I loved them cold. I mean, don't, don't bother heating them up, mom. Just give it to me cold. I love it like that. And, uh, uh, and when I started to feed myself as a uh, youth, um, I had working parents, so you had to fend for yourself. You know what I mean? You get in that kitchen and you find some grub. And uh, I was, I was, I was a good scavenger. I think that's where the scavenging uh, originated, probably for food. <laughs> there was always food in the house. Um, my my uh, folks enjoyed eating, and um, it was uh, there. But you know, they were both working, so it was sometimes hard for them to get to the grocery store and that. So there were the there was the, I don't know, this. what does this have to do with junk journals, Pam? I don't know. But this is like the life of a crafter. So 
learning how to scavenge. I, I, that's my tie-in here. Okay, so there were the fresh foods, and then there were the staples, the pantry staples. So I got pretty good at working those pantry staples. You know what I mean? You got to use what you got. I mean, back then when I didn't drive a car, I wasn't old enough. The grocery store was way too far to walk to. All right, it, it wasn't that far, but when I was young, it was it felt far. And um, yeah, I had to get creative and go in there and you know make make some you know slop. <laughs> and uh, you know, I was always managed. I mean, there was always either some Chef Boyardee or mac and cheese. Um, uh, finally figured out how to cook spaghetti. Boy, I survived on that for a long time. That was good. Uh, the diet got better as life went on. But, you know, in the early days, it wasn't so good. No, no, no. I thought I thought candy was a vitamin. Not very healthy. No, no, no. And um, truth be told, my mom and I used to love to uh, have dessert first. You know, because you knew you were going to have it anyway. And when you were really hungry and you sat down and you had dessert first, boy, did you really like that dessert first. So if she brought home a pumpkin pie or something like that, and it was just me, my dad, and her. So there wasn't a lot of squabble about, you know, were we going to get enough? There was plenty for everybody. And uh, so we'd all look at each other and we're like, yep, dessert first. Okay. Because we, we did eat the dinner after. So that was that was good. Okay. And um, so scavenging came at an early age. And um, I, we used to have this. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. Is your, is your uh, craft room a death trap? Okay, so out of my kitchen, we can come, and we had a storage room downstairs in the basement, and this was up north, so you could have big basements. They were often the entire square footage of what was upstairs, so it was very big, multiple rooms, and there was, um, we had this, like, you know, remember that wood paneling on the walls? Yeah, we had that, but somebody had built in a push door where... You couldn't see it unless you pushed it, and then the door would pop open. And there was, it was actually the, the space under the stairs, plus a little extra. And that's where, that became the catch-all. And that was a fun place to scavenge, because you never knew what you were going to find in there. And there were a few times when um, my mom would go in, and she, you know, she'd like, Pam, please, please clean your stuff up. Please, uh, uh. Uh, to put your toys, do all this stuff, organize your toys. And, um, you know, I thought, well, what, what's the use of toys if you got to clean them up? I mean, they're, they're meant to be played with, for gosh sakes, right? So um, out they came, and I played with them. And sometimes I put them back, and sometimes I didn't. And then Mom would, you know, gently remind me. I'm like, okay, so I go and put my toys away. But then, uh, you know, I things got, things got a little out of hand, you know what I mean? And... Um, a few too many things here, there, and mom went into the storage room and she decided to clean out all my toys without me knowing about it. <gasps> Just let me tell you, I almost divorced my mother. Okay, I, I eventually forgave her because I can totally understand now, Pam. You have to learn what is important to keep and what is important to throw away. You cannot keep everything, you will drown in your stuff. You will. Go and you will, again, watch the hoarder episodes and realize what will happen to you if you do not keep the ebb and flow going. And um, so I do. I have this little internal battle with myself. Um, things come in and I need to have things go out. And I am either going to create things and free them to the universe and or I need to reassess. 
Um, I have a scrappy contest on Fridays. If uh, you're, if you don't know about that, it's I call it the scrappy giveaway contest. So basically, when I get scraps up to my eyeballs, which happens a lot around here, and I think I have some pretty cool scraps, um, to enter the contest, all you need to do, uh, if you're open to getting other people's scraps, which can sometimes be really interesting, you know, because other people's scraps are sometimes more interesting than our own scraps. Um, uh, just put a comment in the craft chat and then the following craft chat, I draw from the previous craft chat's comments and, uh, there's no particular question you have to answer. There's no, it's not, I just want to keep it free and easy for everybody. It's, it's just easy and breezy. And, um, so if you win, then you have till the following Thursday, if your name gets picked, you have till the following Thursday to contact me and let me know that you won. Uh, just say, hey, I'm uh, um, Sally Sue and I won the Scrappy Contest and here's my address where I would like it to be sent. And I will send you a nice package of scraps. Yeah, if, if, you, if you like scraps. So for the scrap lovers out there, we got, we got something, you know, we're going. We're going to town with it. We're doing things. We're shaking things up. And um, I, sometimes I just don't have the time to cut up things. Maybe I could salvage some of these things, but sometimes I just don't physically have the time for it. So I'm thinking... I would love these to go to people who can truly appreciate it. What is this? A big thing of scraps. Look at that. And these are cool scraps. These are like vanilla scraps. Oh, I really like those. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Something something about that vanilla caramel color it, it, with the golden crispy feel of the paper that aged. I don't know. It's just I'm all about it. I am just all about it. Okay. Yep. All sorts of fun things in here. Okay. You are a book. And, oh, this is all book pages on this side. Look at that. Half of the trunk is filled with individual book pages. And the other half is filled with hand-dyed paper, white paper that I, some, you know, something happened. Um, that I need to pull out for scraps, too. Okay. Um, what else is in here? We've got manila folders, craft paper, um, a ton of flyleaf or end pages from all sorts of books i have a huge collection of these oh i love these oh i could just dive around there and swim in there with those hello honeys i love you i might share some with people though because my my um my trunk is getting a little full and we need to do something about that so we shall just see so you just never know what you're going to get in the scrappy contest so uh but anyway so Maybe take a look around. Give yourself a good, honest, do you have to, here's the test. Do you have to swing your hips from side to side to navigate in your craft area? Because if that is happening, odds are it's a little tight. You know what I mean? Um, and maybe it would be safer and happier place if you didn't have to swing the hips so much. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with a good hip swing. I'm not against it. Hey, uh, you know, to each his own. But um, I don't want you to fall or get caught up in a cord or face plant in a pile of uh, scraps. Um, and then we find you three weeks later. You know what I mean? That I don't want that to happen to anybody. No, 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 no. We're not, we don't want that to happen. So we should have something like the international crafter crushed by their own horde flare gun that... Uh, I should put that in my merch shop. Um, you just, you fire it. You hope you have an open window, I guess. I don't know if you can even make it to the window. Maybe throw your Tim's tiny attacher stapler, the tiny stapler at the window if you had to, break it, and then 
shoot at the flare gun out there and we'll come running. I mean, that's what will happen. We will come running from all corners of the earth and we will, we will dig our way to you. Yes. And, um, okay. That might not happen, but, um, it could, but let's pre proactively think about what we could do. So that doesn't need to happen. And, uh, I want you to know that, uh, Whatever is going on in your craft area has probably gone on in mine at some point. And uh, I, I guess I could say there's a little pressure when you're, you're um, I mean, I'm not really on camera. My hands are on camera, sometimes my feet. Um, but, you know, you get to see my little bits of my space here and there. And that probably helps me, encourages me to clean up a little more often than I probably would if I knew you weren't watching. So there's that extra little pressure. You know what I mean? Now, if I was by here by myself, nobody was looking, would I let it go awry? I might, I might. So I just want you to know, I wholeheartedly understand. Yes. And, um, there's the sunny factor too. I have to make sure things are safe for him. So, but I think we're good on the glass. I think I got it all out of here. Sunny, Sunny, do you, what you know i see an eye you're open hello everybody it's sunshine just a quick hi yes i have not experienced any glass in the foot but i will be sure to set the flare off if it happens watch for it please okay we will watch for that yes you can also use it the flare for that it's a multi-use flare and um so yeah there you go so make your crafty place space whatever it is a safe place and a happy place and feel free to uh, navigate yourself around there so you can easily flit over and get a little something if you need it. Uh, so if you haven't signed up for my free monthly emailed newsletter, make sure you do because you get a free digital image and net, a note from the bookmaker, which explains what a junk journal is, checklist of supplies, page ideas list. Oh gosh, hold on. Someone's at the door. 